Shabbos Daf Kufnun Hey was starting five lines to the bottom. Kufnun Dalam Beis Leimen Katanoi. Yesterday we saw that Rabbi was playing with his child on the side of a behemoth's back, and Abayi said to him, "It's also l'shtamim to balechaim." He responded back that I'm doing studin and studin. The rabbanon will not gaze on study behemoth, and that's muta. Abayi, however, held that study behemoth is the same law as the balchai, and therefore it's also l'shtamim even by study behemoth. The Gemara brought a raya from the case of sukkah where you be mishtamish with the elam, which is similar to the issa of being mishtamish balchai, and the same machleik is between. Abai and Rabbah would apply. Abai would hold that study Elon is us to be mishdamish with, and Rabbah would hold that study Elon would be mutter to be mishdamish. Now the Gemara says, let's say this machleg tanoim. We have a brayz of benigaya sukkah where a sukkah was built with one wall that was attached to a tree, and therefore that was study Elon. And now you place the schach on top of them, and you want to be mishdamish with the schach by placing your kalim or things onto it to store there. And the din is ain't Elon be You now go into such a sukkah on yontiv. Rabbi Shimon Loiza Eimer, Mishum Rameya, Elon you let it go in there on Yotu. My love, it must be. The whole machlek is over here. The master of a stud and a sewer. The Tanakam holds that stud and a sewer. The master of a mutar. The other man, the Rabshim Allah, in the name of Rameo, holds that's mutar. And that's machlek between Rabbi and Abaya. Abaya holds like Tanakamo. And Rabbi holds like Rabshim Allah, in the name of Rameo. Now Rashi points out, you can't say it's talking about something else that's not stud. It's actually using the Elon itself. Because they're Kuli Amaloi Pligi. That's definitely Asal Ashtanish Elon. Therefore, that can't be the machlek. It must be by stud. Everyone agrees that stodden would be awesome. It means everyone agrees to my shito. Over here we're talking about now it wasn't stodden. It was actually an added piece onto the stodden. That the Tanakam holds that stodden stodden is awesome. The other man holds that if you go so right that you have an extra side in there, that's going to be what it means. Stodden, everyone agrees is also. But the Machalik is by seated stodden. Rashi points out why is this considered seated stodden? Because if you add on a piece of wood onto a tree, and that's going to be a fourth wall, and then you put the schach on top of it, then the schach is considered an extra side, and therefore the schach is one side, the wall that's attached to the tree is another side that's against the Elon, and therefore that's considered seated stodden, but the gay, the din of stodden, everyone would agree that's also. Rav Amar Rav says, no, man also bit stodden, also nam bit seated stodden, man deshoi bit stodden, shoi shoi nam bit stodden, he holds that enoch nam, and is machleik is tanoim, and therefore Rabbah holds like the man of like the tanakam, and that says mutter, and that's why, because he holds that whoever holds that you're also bit stodden, would also be also, and the one that says that it's mutter b'tzidit stodin, then also you'd be mutter even with stodin. You can't say there's a difference between stodin and tzidit stodin. And lefizer comes out that Rabbi held like the shita of Shimon Ozer that Oyun Labiyotiv, which again would apply by his case of the tzidit behema that he's last slide his child down there in order to play with him. So Eser Mishash Lorava, Mishash is a child to Rava. How can you say that tzidit stodin and stodin are going to be the same din? We have a brayse that speaks about the din of erev tchumen. That by erev tchumen, in order to be kind of shvisa, you have to be kind of shvisa in rishus but wherever you kind of shvisa, you have to have the food that you're going to use for that. That has to be in that spot where you can actually eat it in this spot. So if someone had kavana, that I want to go and be kind of shvisa in a specific spot of Rishis Rabbim. However, the food that he brought there is actually standing or in a Rishis Yachid. He can't go take that food from Rishis Yachid and Rishis Rabbim because we over Issa Deraisa of carrying from one Rishis to another Rishis on Shabbos. And therefore, that would not be considered a good Arab. And the Braisa says over there, not yet to be with if you stick a peg into a tree and then you hang a basket on it and in the basket of course has your food and it's above 10 tfachim which is a makam which is 
ain't in Ruva Erev, then the Erev is not considered Erev, it doesn't work. However, if you hang a basket under 10 Tvachim, so therefore it's in this airspace of Rosh Hashanah, then a Ruva Erev, then it is a good Erev. So, it's only because you stuck the peg into the tree, and now the basket is hanging on the peg. So, it's Mashbud, why? Because the Elon is the Elon. The Yetet is now the Tzidei Elon. And then the Tzidei Stadim, which is the basket, is where the food is in, and that's why it's Mutter. Hollow nuts. However, if you didn't put in this Yetet, if you didn't put in the peg, I feel the Matamitvachim, even if we less than 10 Tvachim, ain't a Erev. Since the basket is hanging directly on the tree, therefore the Erev is not considered Erev. So, what do you see from this Mandama? The Bryce seems to be saying, when it's hung on the tree, it's only Stadim of the tree, therefore it would be Asa. But if it's Tzidei Stadim, it's hung at, from the peg onto a basket and then the food in the basket that's Tzidei Stadin and that will be Mutter so you see there is a difference in Nafkamina between Stadin and Tzidei Stadin so Gemara says well high time the Kaasav it's Stadin because Sharb it's Tzidei Stadin and you see against the Sheet of Rava Amar Rappapa to support the Sheet of Rava he responds Hacham B'Kakal the Chukaskin the Bahadish Shakal Eilu Karmanadil Eilan the Kameshabish Bilan Gufei that we're talking about over here about a very specific case that the actual basket that had the food inside it for the Arab was a very narrow top of the basket and therefore when you put your hand inside it's going to actually shake the elon itself and therefore you can be mishamish with the elon itself so therefore when you don't have a peg that's attached to the tree and you have the baskets hanging for example on a branch of a tree so at the moment you can put your hand into that basket you're going to shake the tree that's mishamish elon and that's why it's also however once you have the peg there it's not going to shake the tree and that's why that's mutter however it's sudden and see that sudden lafira papa would generally have the same din that if it one is mutter the other is mutter if one is also the other is also the Gemara says that's starting is also if something is attached to the Elon itself, even if it's a side of the Elon, order to behemoth, then it's also. However, the side of the side, one more step of remove, then it's mutter both by behemoth and by an Elon. Taste points out very shtakakasha. This is going like Shita Abayo, and we know generally we only have six places in Shasta, we pass like a Bayo against Rava. So and therefore this should actually be added as one more idea or one more place where we pass like a bayah against rubber and we should add to the manic of Yalke Gam. The Gemara continues now that we said that stud is also when you have a ladder that's going to be leaned against a item in order to get up to the watchtower you need to make sure that you don't lean the ladder against a tree because that's stud and then when you're going on to the that would be also make sure that there's a peg and you're leaning against the peg which is outside the deco therefore it's not studied sudden when you're coming down that when you're coming down the ladder, make sure you don't lean your foot or your um, knee against the actual peg because then you're leaning on Sidi Elon and therefore that would be also. But make sure you put your foot directly onto the rung of the ladder. That is studied sun and that would be mutter. Gemara continues. The mission is talking about now and says you let her untie bundles of straw in front of an animal in order to make sure that it could eat it and you could scatter or spread around keeping which is another type of thing which we'll see what it is in the Gemara Rashi says she came derech that's the normal way you make sure to spread around the grass that this can eat it makes it easier for them to eat 
שאין דחוקים מסחמן ואין מריחו רחו כל כך וקוצבן. That when it's together it gets very warm and therefore it doesn't give off a good smell and then it's going to be disgusting for them they won't eat it. So this makes more pleasant for them to eat. Avalei says even but not zirim. We'll see what that means in the Gemara as well. And we're asking you not let it chop up very finely. Loisa shach is not the animal fat of loisa chubu not carbs. Lefnei behema in front of a behema bein daka bein gasa doesn't make a difference of behema daka or if it's behema gasa. Rabbi Matar bechubu daka. Rabbi Yudah says mutter to chop up carbs in front of a behemoth daka, we'll see what that means in the Gemara as well. The Gemara now has two ways to learn our Mishnah. Amr Avuna Avuna says, Hainan, Pekin, Hainan, Kipin. The two words in the Mishnah of Pekin and Kipin are really talking about the same idea. You're basically untying bundles of straw. Now, Pekin trade, the only difference is Pekin is when it had two ties and then one at the top, one at the bottom. And Kipin Tlasa, Kipin just a bundle that had three ties in it, one at the top, one in the middle, and one at the end. Zirin to Arzi. And Zirin is cedar branches, and basically they were moist branches that at that period of time, it's easy for Behemoth to eat. However, you generally would use it for firewood and you dry it out in order to become firewood. And that's a standard that people use it. And therefore, that general das is to make it firewood. And there's a shadow why it's not muks itself. But Lemaise is being used at this point for Michael Behemoth. And this is what the Mishnah means according to Rav Huda. Makim Pekia, Amal of Behemoth, you're allowed to untie the bundles of straw in front of Behemoth. Umal Fasfus, you're also allowed to spread it around in front of Behemoth. And the same didn't apply to Kimon because it's exactly the same thing as straw, just in bundles that are tied with three. Ropes around it, so therefore you're allowed to untie it, and you're also allowed to spread it out. Avalei says you're in loyel fasters for loyel However, the cedar twigs you're not allowed to untie it, and you're not allowed to spread it around. Amachista my time Ravuna, what's up shadow Ravuna? Kasavul mitra paichol tachinon. You're allowed to be terech after it's already considered food. If you have something that's food, you're allowed to be terech and make it nicer for the behemoth to eat, and therefore you're allowed to untie it. You're allowed to spread it around. However, the shabi paichol lemeshvinon. However, the cedar twigs, in order to make it actually be usable and to be considered that it's being used for Michael behemoth. You have to be untying it because before you untie it, the standard was and the standard kavana was to use it for firewood, and therefore to now make it into eichla that you can't do on Shabbos. That we're not allowing Tehri Yisayer for. Rabbi Yudah explains Mishnah as follows: Hein and Pekin, Hein and Zirin. When we're referring to the two things which are the same, which are both straw, we're talking about Pekin and Zirin. Pekin is tray, Zirin plus a Pekin was twice bound by ropes by the top and the bottom of the bundle, and Zirin was tied three times. Keeping is the Azi, and keeping is the cedar twigs that we mentioned before. Welcome, and this is what. Mishnah you let it open up the bundles of the straw in front of him. Al paspusi loy, but you now let actually spread it around. We'll see why in a moment. The keeping paspusi now in mispasvisan and keeping which lefira bihuda is the cedar twigs that you not only could you untie it, you actually could spread it around as well. We'll see why in a moment. But by zirin, which is the same thing as straw, just tied three times, that you can't spread around, but you could actually undo it, which is the same exact thing, like Rav Yehuda said, but he gave a pekin. So, what's the time of Rav Yehuda? You let him make an eichel into an eichel. You let him make sure that it could be eaten by the behemoth. However, once it's an eichel and it could be eaten anyway by the behemoth, then we don't do extra techo in order to make it a better meal for the behemoth, to spread it out, and to make Easier for the behemoth to eat that would now I do. So now we learned to our Mishnah, and we're asking the Shachas, Visakhrub of the behemoth, Bain Daka, Bain Gasa. Talakama said, You now chop up the Shachas, which is behemoth, Michael behemoth, or carbs, in front of a behemoth. Doesn't make it a behemoth is Daka or Gasa. My love, Haruvan, Dimini Shachas. It must be the Haruvan is similar to Shachas in the following way. My Shachas or Chichi, just like Shachas is a plant and that's very soft. Af Haruvan, the carbs that we're talking about are fresh carbs, the Rechichi, that are also soft. Al Maloita Chinam by Echlopet Hifter Avuna. Lachari, you see from here, they keep him a tree with Eichel because we said he now let chop up the shachas in the chuvim in front of Behemoth because it's already an Eichel and 
therefore you keep him a tree that's Tichy Yisera and it's a Tufta Rav Huna. Amalek Rav Huna, Rav Huna says back low. Shachas do me the Chuvin. That Shachas actually similar to Chuvin. Machuvin Akushi, just like Chuvin generally, they're dried out and therefore they're hard. Av Shachas, what we're talking about over here, the Akushi, that's actually hard. Hechem Shachas, how do you find that Shachas is actually hard? Generally, it's a soft type of a vegetable or type of a grass that the behemoths eat. The Gemara answers, Be'ilu Zutri, we're talking about Ayurim Ktanim, small goats, and therefore since that this Shachas is hard for them, over here, what you're doing is actually making it into Eichel, and that would be also if you're Rapuna, like we explained before. Rapuna holds you can't make something Eichel. Once it's Eichel, you can actually make it better for the animal to eat. But over here, since you actually have hard things, which is not an Eichel, like the carrot, which you have to chop up very fine, or the shachas in front of this small animal, therefore it's also to do, and that's what the Mishnah meant. Toshma, the Gemara's going to ask another Kasha on Rapuna. Rapuna, the end of the Mishnah said, Rapuna's Matabachurun, for a small animal. The Gemara's Mashbol, the in only for a small animal, Gasaloi. But not for a larger animal. Yeah, I'm a bishlei. But if you can say like Rabbi Huda, that Talakama is something mitzvah poichel letachinon. Talakama holds you now be tureich to make it easier for the animal to eat. You're allowed to spread things out. However, shavui mashvinon, you're allowed to make it into meichel. Highly to come Rabbi Huda, ha'cherum ladaka nami shavui oichlu. That he says for a smaller behemoth, it makes sense that carbs you're allowed to chop up because it's making it into oichel. Otherwise, it wouldn't be able to eat it. Eliyam, Talakama is something shavui oichlu lemashvinon mitzvah poichel matuchinon. If you hold like Rabbi Huda, that Talakama holds that you. Now I'll make an eichel into an eichel. Only once it's an eichel, then you can be tarechnit, and that would be a problem of tirechol yisera on Shabbos. Rabbi Yehuda, the matzah b'chumul and daka kol shkin Now, if Rabbi Yehuda holds, you can even go and chop it up for a daka for a smaller animal. Now, a smaller animal for sure, it's harder to eat carbs. And if it was already ripe for a small animal to eat by chopping it up, then for sure for a gasa, which is easier for it to eat, then of course it's only being tarech in eichel and helping it along by a gasa. And therefore, for sure, you should be able to. Make it and chop up cheruvim for a gasa. Gemara answers misav daka daka mamish my daka gasa. What really means by Rabbi Huda when he says you're allowed to be mata cheruvim, you're allowed to actually chop up carbs for a daka. Doesn't mean behema daka. It means actually a behema gasa. Or my karlo daka the daka ba'ichlo. The reason why it's a behema gasa is called a daka is because it's very careful and it chops up things very well with its teeth. Rav says kaisis yavah umedekes ichlo mepia, and that's why it's called a behema daka. For Gemara, it doesn't make sense to say. That's a pshat because I'm in the Tony ratio. Since the ratio, the Tanakhama says bein daka bein gaso, and there of course you have to tie to behem a daka bein gaso. Nechal the Rabbi Huda daka daka mamish kama. It must be when Rabbi Huda uses the terminology daka. He doesn't mean a daka which is a behem gaso that just chews things up very well. It must mean a real behem daka, and therefore the Gemara ends off with the kasha again. It's a kasha on Rabbi Huda. We continue with the next tashma, and the Gemara now is on Rabbi Huda that the shita's Rabbi Huda was you're allowed to make something be ready to use as a meichel. However, you're not allowed to take a meichel that's Ready, edible, and make it easier for the behemotid, or make it more geschmack for the behemotid. And we bring a raya because it says in the brayse, "Mechatchas of blue and flame behemah." And we turn to kufnun heyam base. You're allowed to chop up a gourd in front of behemah on Shabbos. Of course, the gourd had to be tallish before Shabbos; otherwise, you have a problem with zero. And you don't say it's muksav behemah because generally it's Michael adam heim. The es and avail of the club, and you also allowed to chop up an avail in front of a kelav on Shabbos. The brayse says, "My love, the luyin to the avail must be that the luyin the gourds are similar to the avail. Man avail rechicha after luyin." Just like an avail generally soft, also the luyin must have been soft. Over here, since it's soft, the behemoth could have eaten it without you processing it. By the fact that you let it process it, you see against Rabbi Yudah, because Rabbi Yudah says, you now go make something more gishmak, that would be a tirchi yisheri, now do it, but you and it's a tirchi on Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah responds, we're not talking about the veil that's soft. The veil that's soft is actually talking about a veil that's actually similar to a gourd. Mad luyin da shune, just like the gourds we're talking about are hard. After the veil that's shune, the veil also was hard. 
And where do you find a veil that is very hard or tough to eat? The Basupila were talking about elephant meat, and that was, of course, hard to chew on. So that's why you allowed to chop it up in front of your bema on Shabbos. Or we're talking about a case where it's actually regular meat, which is soft, but since it's being fed to smaller puppies, therefore can't eat it without being cut up. And that's why Rabbi Huda allows you to do it, because it's not actually making it better to eat, it's actually making it into and that is mutl for Rabbi Huda. Tashmada Gemara brings another rally against Rabbi Huda. That Rabbi Khan learned in Adar that you'll add a chop up straw and animal fodder and you can mix them together, and that is not actually making it into a Michael, it's actually improving it in order to eat it and make it more gishmak for an animal. You see that you can actually be terech on Eichel, not only just to make it into Eichel. The Gemara answers over here, we're talking about a very specific case. Tevdin Betimnasaya, the straw was actually spoiled type of straw that actually the behemoth wouldn't have eaten without being mixed together with Aspasta. And Aspasta, we're talking about young donkeys that can't actually chew this Aspasta, can't chew animal fodder. And therefore, you have to chop up the Aspasta to make it in order to make it food. Once you're chopping it up, then you have to chop up the Tevin in order to actually make it that it has an ability to be mixed together with Aspasta. Otherwise, the won't eat it. And therefore, it is actually making it into but not actually improving the Eichel once it was already Eichel. And that, of course, if you have Yehuda, is Mutter. Rashi points out, Tevin, but Tevin, the Lechaz, it's not actually good. actually making it into it's not actually spoiled completely. That would actually be considered because it's only used for cement and therefore would be and I'll give it to you. But over here we're talking about something which is middle. It's not actually perfect eat, but it's also not completely spoiled. The new Mishnah will discuss different ways you're allowed to either feed or not allowed to feed different types of behemoths, and we're going to talk about different ideas on how to feed them, which we're not going to explain exactly how it's done in the Mishnah, but basically this force feeding in different ways, and also feeding it in different various ways. So we said, You're not allowed to force feed a gamel, a camel, you're not allowed to be it, but you're allowed to be malitin. Rashi explains, You feed it a lot, Against the world, but you force it into its throat. You make it like a trough inside its stomach. Rashi explains again, you put the barley, which is into its throat, but you're not pushing as much food into it as the Lushan of Oysen. The Gemara continues, you also allow a fattened calves, but you allow to again be malitin. You allow to be malitin. Rashi Explain Malkut and Malitin are the same. One is just by one bema and one is by Tanagayim. Venaisin Mayim Lamursan Avaloi Goyvlin. You're allowed to place water into the brand of the animal, but you're not actually need it together because that would be a problem of Losh. Venaisin Mayim Lamursan Avaloi Goyvlin. place water in front of bees that it should be able to drink the water for Venaisin or in front of pigeons, Shabbat that are in a um, pigeon coop. Avanaisin Lamursan Avazin, but you're allowed to place it in front of geese, Venaisin or chickens with Venaisin Hadrisais, or in front of pigeons, that all these things are actually things that are domesticated and therefore since they're on you, you're here of feeding them, they won't be able to get food by themselves, you have to feed them. But the other things, the Devarim and Yenim Shemeshavich, those are things that are wild and therefore they know how to find the food themselves and that's why you can't give them food on Shabbos. We said which we explained as force feeding. So you now make a feeding trough inside the stomach. So basically by putting it so much food inside, it's like storing it like a feeding trough inside its stomach. There's such a thing as doing so much 
much food inside it like a feeding trough. The Gemara says in Chudam Rabbi Yirmiyah Bdiftul Didi Chazli Hu Tayid the Achla Kura Vatina Kura that he said I saw this Arab that fed its gamel before it went on a long trip a core of tua which is a lot of tua and then he also put a core of tua onto the behemoth's back onto the gamel's back for extra food for the road but you see that he fed him an entire core of food which is a huge amount of food the Mishnah said Eimamiras Hagolon Av Malitin so the Gemara asks what's the difference Ezi Hamra Ve'Ezi Halata what's the difference between Hamra and Halata Hamra is when you push it into the animal's throat that it can't get it out because it's beyond his teeth or beyond his tongue and he can't push it out Halata Halot is in a place that the behemoth could still push it out, and therefore it's not so bad, and that's why you're allowed to do it on Shabbos. Now, they're both talking about a place that you're stuffing it into the behemoth's throat that you can't get it out of his body. The Hamra is done by using a spoon or some sort of a spoon type of a instrument. Halot is done with the hand, and that's why it would be mutter to do on Shabbos. We have a Bryce that says that you could be Mahalkatan for Tanagol, and of course you could be Mahalkatan. So, what do you see from here? It's a two terms, we don't know what they are yet, but we definitely see that Mahalkatan is more intense way of force feeding to the chicken. So Mahalkatan you could do, then of course you could do Malkitan, which is less of an intense way of feeding it. And then you can't do Malkitan, which is less of an intense feeding to a Yoyne Shevich for pigeons, or to Yoyne Aliyah, and of course you can't do Mahalkatan. And the Gemara asks, my Mahalkatan or my Malkitan? Elam, if you're going to say Mahalkatan, if you're going to say the intense way of feeding it and force feeding it is by pushing it with your hands and marketing the shoulder like Kamayo and marketing just throwing a lot of food in front of the behemoth but not actually pushing it into its mouth. Mechlal, the Yoyne Shevet for Yoyne Aliyah, Mishta Kamayo Naimaloi. How can you say it by Yoyne Shevet for Yoyne Aliyah? Not even we throw food in front of it. Of course, that's not going to be also. You're not doing anything wrong. It must be Mahalkatin is actually force feeding it into a place that it can't come out. And Mahalkatin is Lamakim Shechel Haksa. Therefore, Mechlal, the Amroa, Mechli. Now we have to explain what our Mishnah says when it says Eimamir and Sagolim, it must be that's even worse than Mahalkatin because our Mishnah we said Ava Malitin, which Malitin is the same thing as Mahalkatin of Tanagolim, like we explained from Rashi, and therefore Mamir must be a step worse than that, and it must be that Hamra is actually being done with a Kli, and therefore we have three steps. We have a step which is the lowest step where you're just taking the food and pushing it into the mouth of the animal, but it could still come out. We have a step where you're pushing it into your, the mouth of an animal with your hands, but it's somewhere where it's so deep in that it can't get out, and then we have the third shear, which is a shear where we say it's also to do that on Shabbos, like Mamir, and we are fattening it by pushing it in with the Kli, and therefore it's a Tifta Rabiuda, because Rabiuda said that it's not based on if it's a Kli or if it's Biyad, it's based on Makam She'ini Yechelachsa, that would be also, and here we see Makam She'ini Yechelachsa, it's still going to be Muto. Rabiuda, Rabiuda responds, really Mahakadin is talking that you push it in with your hands, and you throw it in front of him, and that's the lower intense way, and those two are actually Muto. And the case that we're talking about in the Mishnah of Eimamir, that's actually talking like I explained. How can it be that by any types of pigeons you can't throw food in front of it? What's wrong with throwing food in front of an animal? That's nothing to do with Tirchi Yisera and you're going to do anything by those things since you don't have to feed them because they could get food by themselves. Therefore, it's a Tirchi Yisera by just putting food in front of them that actually would be awesome. place food in front of a However, you now put mizanis in front of a pig. What's the difference? So you see that sometimes in chiluk between if the chi of mizanis or the probability or possibility of it getting its own food is impossible, and therefore we have to feed it so it doesn't die. However, if it could anyway go and forage and figure out 
how to get its own food, then you can't actually put food in front of it, even if you're just placing it in front of it, that seems like you're not doing anything at all. From our mission, it's also like that, because we said, you now put even water in front of bees, or in front of pigeons that are in their nest. You're allowed to place water in front of geese, in front of chickens, or in front of the pigeons that are domesticated. My time. It must be the reason is, and the chil between these animals is if the mezoinus is on you, or if you have no chiv or no responsibility to give the mezoinus. Why do we say that my minal give them? You should also not allow to give them either wheat or barley kernels. The Gemara says, It must be that the reason is because mayim is something that's shriach for them. They could go and find in a swamp, and therefore it's easy for them to go find them, and therefore you have no right to give them mayim. However, chitim sarah was harder for them to go and find by themselves. That's why you're actually able to give those type of animals that actually are generally self-sufficient, but chitim sarah, you're allowed to put them in front of those as well, and we'll stop over here.